భగవద్గీతా చాప్టర్ సిక్స్ టెక్స్ త్రీ ఆరుక్షోర్ముయోగం కర్మకారణముచ్యోగా Muneh, Muneh of the sage, sage. Yogam yoga. The Eightfold Yoga System, eightfold yoga system. Karma, Karma. Work. Work Karanam, Karanam. The, means. the means Uchyate, Uchyate. Is, said to be. is said to be Yoga, yoga. Eightfold Yoga, yoga. Arudhasya Of one who has attained tasya his eva certainly samaha cessation of all material activities karanam the means uchyate is said to be translation and purport by divine grace as bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupada ki jai Translation, for one who is a neophyte in the Eightfold Yoga system, work is said to be the means and for one who is already elevated in yoga, cessation of all material activities is said to be the means. Please repeat, for one who is a neophyte in the Eightfold Yoga system, work is said to be the means and for one who is already elevated in yoga, cessation of all material activities is said to be the means purport the process of linking oneself with the supreme is called yoga it may be compared to a ladder for attaining the topmost spiritual realization this ladder begins from the lowest material condition of the living entity and rises up to perfect self realization in pure spiritual life According to various elevations different parts of the ladder are known by different names but all in all the complete ladder is called yoga and may be divided into three parts namely jnana yoga dhyana yoga and bhakti yoga the beginning of the ladder is called yoga rukshu stage and the highest rung is called yoga rudha Concerning the Eightfold Yoga system, con- attempts in the beginning to enter into meditation through regulative principles of life and practice of different sitting postures, which are more or less bodily exercises, are considered fruitive material activities. All such activities lead to achieving perfect mental equilibrium to control the senses. When one is accomplished in the practice of meditation, he ceases all disturbing mental activities. A Krishna conscious person however is situated from the beginning on the platform of meditation because he always thinks of Krishna and being constantly engaged in the service of Krishna he is considered to have ceased all material activities <coughs> So if you see the verse before this 
we have done this on Wednesday online. So the verse is Yam Sanyasamiti Prahur Yogam Tam Vidhi Pandava Nahya Sanyasta Sankalpo Yogi Bhavati Kaschana. What is called renunciation you should be you should know to be the same as yoga or linking oneself with the Supreme, O son of Pandu, for one can never become a yogi unless he renounces the desire for sense gratification. So anyway that was uh, that's the background of this verse. So in the beginning of the yoga system, you actually hear very nicely explained by Srila Prabhupada in the purport that yoga is like a ladder. So a ladder has many steps and yoga also has many steps. So the whole point of yoga is to as just as a ladder, the whole point of the ladder is to reach from like ground level to the topmost level. Um, but if I stand somewhere in the midway and I say I have reached my destination, that is foolishness. If I am standing on a ladder and then it's midway, I haven't reached the top. So that is a very uh, uh, stupid thing to do. So similarly, yoga has taken on many names and the names come from the different stages or the different steps on the ladder of yoga. So ultimately yoga is to connect us with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Krishna is therefore called Yogeshwara. Yogeshwara means the master of all yogic systems. So he is the master of all mystic powers. And we have to connect with him. That is actual yoga. Yoga means connection. Now there is Karma Yoga, there is Jnana Yoga, Dhyana Yoga. Actually, if you see the chapter names of the Bhagavad Gita, all the 18 chapters are mentioned as yoga. Purushottam yoga, all yoga, all 18 chapters. So, why? Because this is the science of yoga. Bhagavad Gita is the science of yoga. And yoga means, Krishna actually clarifies. If we, never, if we haven't understood by reading the Bhagavad Gita, why there are so many yogic systems, what yoga should we follow? Uh, so, Krishna clarifies that. In the 18th chapter. Sixty-sixth verse. Sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo moksha ishyamimasuchaha Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. So he is emphatically telling here that abandon all varieties of dharma and just surrender unto me because that is actually the essence of following everything all these rules and regulations but if we get stuck in the rules and regulations and not reaching the aim then we have missed the point like many a time especially in um, Hindu culture there are so many rules oh you have to do this you have to do that oh that time you cannot do this this time you cannot do that so many things are there. There are they are bona fide rules, but all of those rules, not all are bona fide. By the way, nowadays so many introductions have been <laughs> to, to, just to clarify that. But there are many such rules in the Vedic literature. But it is said in the Padma Puranas, "Martavya satatam Vishnur vismartavya najatuchit." That the whole point of following all these 
do's and don'ts is to reach to the stage where we always remember Krishna and never never forget him. That is the stage one should reach to. All these rules should lead us to that. But sometimes, uh, if we get stuck with the details of the rule, but we don't understand the actual uh, purpose of the rule, that is called um, Niyama Agraha. Niyama Agraha means too much acceptance of the rule without understanding the aim. So, um, for example, uh, what is a good example? Yeah, this is actually applicable for devotees who are following uh, Krishna consciousness principles. If somebody in the family passes away, you know, usually there is a period of contamination where one is not advised to you know, go to the temple or you know, do something like that. So, for some it is 10 days, for some it is 15 days, for some it is 30 days, depending on the Varna, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. So, these are there, but why they are there and what is the actual reason and why do we follow? So, there is a state of contaminated consciousness in the family members. First of all, they are too much affected, afflicted with uh, materialistic thoughts of you know their family members. So, we, when we come to Krishna, we have to serve him with complete detachment. So that attachment increases in those, you know, just when somebody passes away, and one is completely disturbed, and one is advised to hear this Bhagavad Gita or read Bhagavad Gita. In fact, in North India, I don't know about South, but in North India they have the Gita part. When somebody, you know, passes away, they have Gita part. But Gita part is not only to be heard when uh, <laughs> when somebody passes away. When we are alive and well, we should listen to the Bhagavad Gita. Then, when somebody, even when, because everybody has to pass away, right? Everybody has to die. So when somebody something like that happens, one is not overly disturbed. There is a there is a point and you know this part here. Chapter two, text thirteen. This is a very common verse of Bhagavad Gita. In fact, the fundamental start here with this verse. 2.13 Dehi nosminya tha dehe kaumaram yauvanam jarata tha dehantara praptir dhiras tatra namuhyati As the embodied soul continuously passes in this body from boyhood to youth to old age, the soul similarly passes into another body at death. A sober person is not bewildered by such a change. How can one be sober in the first place? That means with knowledge only we can become sober. We cannot become sober without knowledge. In ignorance, we can't. Uh, so, uh, according to the Varna, because supposedly Brahmanas, they are supposed to be <laughs> enlightened in this knowledge. And therefore, uh, their contamination period is lesser. And Kshatriya Vaishya 15 and then Shudra 13. So, in this way, it is uh, there. But a Vaishnava, he, suppose some, you know, like, he 
here we have to do service hmm? so even if somebody has passed away or whatever it is of, of, of course if it is possible if there is other people well and good but if not we have to do the whole point is not to forget krishna and because when somebody passes away there is consciousness is so disturbed you know the 10th offense in chanting the holy name is to maintain material attachments despite understanding so many instructions on this matter and that offense become very prominent when you know when something untoward happens so these things are there and um, also for example shila prabhupad sanyasi and according to the rule sanyasi cannot cross the ocean he should not cross the ocean uh, but shila prabhupad nicely cross the ocean <laughs> it's like a halfway across the world across the atlantic and of course after that many many times he circled the globe he is not allowed to actually take con- conveyances that means any cars or any vehicles he used to travel on foot that is the rule of for a sanyasi but shri prabhupada used all these things so did he break the rules see these rules are there for people uh, because if a sanyasi goes crosses the ocean because people across the ocean they are not very cultured and he may become influenced by that culture and he may fall down he may break his vow of sanyas so to protect him from that these rules are given but for a person who is going to change them to krishna consciousness <laughs> he is above this so for preaching purposes it is allowed but if i am just going there for no not preaching then there is no need to go Uh, so these things are there so we need to understand the purpose behind these rules oh sanyasi cannot go you should not go and how the um, chaitanya mahaprabhu's prediction will come true that prithvite aach jata nagradi gram sarvatra prachara hoibe mor naam he said in all the towns and villages that exist on the planet this hari krishna mahamantra will be chanted and how is it going to come true if uh, there is no travel uh, <coughs> now now with this um, restrictions on travel we are trying to do this online you know live streams but still nothing can replace a temple and association of devotees where one can come and engage in service engage with the devotees brick and mortar places must be there yeah. because that's where we learn. online how much you can learn yeah it's good to hear but then practically i have to apply it now whatever i have heard and at home i will do so many mistakes i don't even know what mistakes i'm doing so how will i be corrected how will i be guided association is very important uh, i mean it's the something is better than nothing that's why we have these online things you know that we are providing and sharing in that way since the technology is there but ideally you should have a temple and association of devotees morning and evening you should come and associate and hear the pastimes sankirtan krishna prasadam and field work of preaching book distribution all these things are necessary so um, in this way there are so many rules but we have to understand the aim of the rule so this is called proper following of niyama niyama agraha means not following the rules strictly niyama agraha means following the rules so strictly 
that we have come far away from the aim of the rule. As they say, law and the spirit of the law. Following the law but forgetting the spirit of the law. So, that is condemned. So anyway, these things are there. So now, a sober person is not bewildered by such a change. So one has to become sober and for that knowledge is required. And this yoga system is meant to gradually elevate us in that knowledge. We have to come from complete material consciousness to climb to the highest stage which is Krishna consciousness. And that is Bhakti Yoga. The highest rung, highest step on that ladder is Bhakti Yoga. So we have to reach that. So here it is said, Arurukshor Muner Yogam Karma Karana Muchyate. So in the beginning, the means of advancement in this ladder of yoga is said to be karma, work. And in the end, one who has attained the perfection, cessation of all material activities is said to be the means of perfection. <coughs> so, what does this mean? <coughs> in the beginning, uh, even in uh, the Ashtanga yoga system, there are yama, niyama, asana, pranayama, pratyahara, dharana, dhyana, samadhi. So, Samadhi is the stage where one is completely absorbed in the Supreme Lord. Um, but until then, there are so many activities. Asana, Pranayama, so many. Ni- niyama, Yama, all the Yama means uh, do's, Niyama means uh, don'ts. Uh, rules and regulations, do's and don'ts. So, all these things are there. And especially, like even in our present condition, Neophyte. What is a neophyte? In the translation it is said here neophyte. Arurukshoh Muneh means he is a neophyte. Neophyte is a beginner in this process of yoga. A beginner is called a neophyte, a novice. So for a novice, karma karana machate. You mean to say that the one who is perfect he doesn't need to do anything? No. Material activities need to be stopped. So in the beginning, People may still be, you know, involved in material activities. So it is not advisable to stop them completely because they have not had enough um, understanding and experience in devotional activities. Uh, while they are engaged in material activities, uh, it is not advisable for them to stop immediately. Uh, continue with their work, karma karana muchyate. But at the same time, there has to be regulation. So, some of the fruits give it to Krishna, fruit of the work and spend some time with the devotee, uh, devotees, chanting, hearing, reading, engaging in service, in this way. Uh, but regulated work, that's why our um, uh, Varnashram system, the Ashram system is there. Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, Sanyas. So, Grihastha Ashram, for example, there are so many... Um, activities pertaining to the body and bodily relations. Whereas in the Brahmachari, Vanaprastha and Sanyas Ashram, uh, not so much, almost nil. Hmm. Sanyas of course completely nil, even Brahmachari is also with the, in the Gurukula. So he's also does, he also doesn't have. Vanaprastha also. Vanaprastha is a stage between Grahastha and Sanyas, where the husband and wife 
they go to pilgrimage and purify their consciousness and you know get more ready to detach and then finally when the man is ready then he will send the wife home to live with the family and um he takes sanyas and never to see his wife again so these things are this is a you know progressive stage progressive improvement in the krishna consciousness now there is vivaha yagna this sacrifice of marriage so there in that what is the uh, pr- principle of marriage nowadays it is celebrated as the most um, important event in one's life actually from vedic perspective it is not the most important event hmm. for a woman yes especially for a man no because for the man the most important of course now initiation is there for women also but in the vedic times the system was that the man used to get initiated by the spiritual master and he used to be trained as a brahmachari and then when he wants to um, you know go into married life then um, girl is chosen and for the woman the husband is the spiritual master and for the husband the guru the actual guru is the spiritual master so in this way uh, there the family has to be led by the the head of the family the man and that's the system um the whole point is to elevate everybody spiritually so even though like actually if one is completely self realized there's no need of engaging in family life there's no need of that attachment there's no need but because it is difficult in this material world to maintain that standard of purity so there is allowance okay you can have marriage and there there are you know activities which if not careful can cause serious bondage and never to be able to come come out from that <laughs> that's why it's called griham andhakupam uh, household life is andhakupam it's like a blind well like a deep well you know when you throw a stone you'll never hear the sound of it reaching the end that kind of a life very hard to come out of that hmm. it needs extreme mercy of krishna to come out see first of all we have to understand of course it is scary for householders to think about these things um separation or sanyas <laughs> very scary but if we see we are forced to separate anyway by death by sanyas or divorce whichever way have to separate if everything goes good that's why they say i think even in christian marriages till death do we part so after that we have to part anyway so so that we have to give up anyway so either we do with knowledge or we do it in ignorance separation we can't avoid so if we do it in knowledge it's far less painful and it actually will elevate one spiritually and that's why this whole division of ashram is there uh, so there is allowance that's why this karma karana muchate in the beginning because 
eating, mating, sleeping, defending, these are animalistic propensities, common among animals and uh, humans. But in human life, the point is to bring it, bring them down to almost nil. We can't bring it completely to nil because the body is there, its demands are there. And especially eating and sleeping has to be done. Uh, but mating can be avoided. Uh, but not everybody can do. Vast majority cannot. So, there is allowance. Okay, marriage. This is karma karana muchyate. But if one is advanced, then shama karana muchyate. Cessation of all material activities is said to be the means. So, karma karana means, karma means that is not simply any work and whatever you know. Sanctioned, regulated action. Uh, because even though one may have these propensities of bodily enjoyment, they have to be regulated so that time can be saved for spiritual cultivation. And that is the whole point of uh, the injunctions of the Vedas. So that is what is meant here, karma karana machyate. And for the one who is um, advanced, shama karana machyate, cessation of all material activities. That means what? That means his field of activities should be, it's not that he's lazy, he should become lazy and then sit down. No. He should become so busy in spiritual activities that there is no scope for material activities. Activities means not even in thought to that extent. Not even in thought. So, there is this verse. Shrimad Bhagavatam 11.2.50 Nakama karma bijanam yasya chetasisambhavaha Vasudevaika nilaya savai bhagavatottamaham One who has taken exclusive shelter of the Supreme Lord, Vasudev, becomes free from fruitive activities which are based on material lust. In fact, one who has taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord is freed from even the desire to enjoy material sense gratification. Plans for enjoying sex life, social prestige and money cannot develop within his mind. Thus, he is considered Bhagavatottama, a pure devotee of the Lord on the highest platform. So, this is Yoga Rudha, the perfectional stage of Yoga. So, now we are in Yoga Rukshu mode, beginner in the Krishna consciousness. So, in this uh, case, we have to be engaged in various activities. Like when Shri Prabhupada went to America, he asked everybody to chant 64 rounds in the beginning. Here itself, we are asking people, Prabhu, you start chanting 2, 4 rounds, 6 rounds, something. <laughs> Prabhupada went to America, not Indians, complete, you know, Americans. He asked them to chant 64 rounds a day. <laughs> Within one day, they came back, <laughs> not possible. Impossible. So then he is reduced to 32. You see how he came from maximum to then we are asking Prabhu to chant one round, two rounds. No, he is 64. So then he said 32. Even that they could not do. And finally he said 16. He said no more concession. But then he filled up the rest of the time with other services. So cessation of all material activities means if you have to chant 64 rounds a day, it takes uh, 7 to 8 hours. Practically, half of your waking time. Right? Or if you sleep around 6 hours, 18 hours, 
waking hours and in that 7 to 8 hours chanting and that kind of focus is actually what is to be done the real standard and Vachala Prabhupada gave us one fourth of that even that we think oh, 16 rounds 6 2 hours max so you see uh, therefore since we cannot give up shamaha this cessation of material activities we cannot do we cannot sit down in one place and chant so what Shri Prabhupada did karma karana mukshate okay you can chant only 16 rounds alright so we will have other we will increase the other gamut of activities more travelling parties travelling sankirtan street to I mean city to city town to town they used to have bus parties and they used to have uh, book distributions long hours book distribution uh, engaging uh, what is that organizing festivals increasing the service increasing the opportunity for service and in this way so many activities that the principle has not been changed the principle of smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavyo najatuchit always remember krishna and never forget him that principle was not changed but the rule was adjusted instead of 64 rounds 16 rounds but the rest of the time engage in these other services but the point is to always be krishna conscious that is the whole point hmm. so even if we are chanting was reduced other activities should be so that's why karma karana muchate hmm. but in the paramahamsa stage even in sannyasi there are four stages within sannyasi kutichaka madhukari or bahudaka second stage then uh, parivrajakacharya and finally paramahamsa so these are four stages in sannyas itself so kutichaka means he has a kutir a hut outside the precincts of the village or town or city that he is from even when he was a grihastha wherever he is from he will go to the outskirts of that and he will have a small cottage and he will practice there and people will come and you know because in that same town na, people he, he will know some people so some known people will come and you know give him some donations or whatever for his maintenance you know like that he, he depends like that as his faith in Krishna increases he will move away from that dependence on because he once sannyasa becomes dependent on some material convenience then he will he will fall down his vows will become not strict hmm. so sannyasi means he must uh, depend on krishna so then he when he becomes sufficiently advanced then he will leave that place and bahudaka next stage or madhukari madhukari means like the honeybee he will go to the garden and he will take little honey from here, little honey from there, little honey. He doesn't depend on one single flower. He takes from many. So in this way he will go and beg from door to door for his maintenance. Not that he will eat like a, you know, like a big uh, <laughs> enjoyer. He will just take a little bit like Shukadeva Goswami, Vyasadeva's son. He used to go to a house and then he will just take this much milk that would fit in the palm of his hand when the you know lady of the house would uh, milk the cow in the morning uh, he will just wait there and little bit 
and then he will drink that much and that's it that's for the whole day and next day again so within that time when he is waiting he will preach to the householder there and that's it so like that that is madhukar so little bit just little bit for maintenance but at the same time preaching and you know engaging in severe vows and then there is parivraja acharya until then there is study and you know rigorous study of scriptures and you know chanting vows everything has to be increased and then parivraja acharya is when he when he sufficiently you know uh, convinced and you know when he gets the faith when the realizations come then yes he travels and preaches and makes disciples of course he has to be authorized by his spiritual master to do so and then he goes and makes he he initiates people he goes and preaches the message of krishna consciousness far and wide as much as his capability allows then he will preach and write books and make disciples and train them up to continue the preaching mission and at the stage where uh, the movement is you know carried on by his disciples at that time he will accept the paramahamsa stage which is undeviated um, complete cessation of all activities he meditate on the krishna's past times and you know they shut themselves up completely no connection with anyone so these stages are there so that is the highest stage yoga rudhasya uh, but we until then our gyanendriya and karmendriya have to be completely used in fact even in the highest stage is not that they stop the activities spiritual life is never a stoppage of anything it is a question of changing the quality of the work cessation of all material activities means there is complete in, uh, involvement in spiritual activities whereas in the beginning one cannot 100% engage in spiritual activities therefore instead of asking them to completely give up their material activities okay you do but regulate them and give something to krishna and then start the process of sacrifice so that is the idea so that's why these things are given uh, but this whole varnashram structure which is so scientific to guide people slowly from the from the materialistic um, concept of life all the way to the spiritual concept of life i mean spiritual involvement in life uh, complete krishna consciousness to you know take the people through the journey of this this varnashram system was instituted is a perfect system actually unfortunately it was misused abused and uh, abolished i think i mean uh, what was abolished was this birthright caste system but the but the caste system according to one's work and one's mentality that has that will never change even if you take out the names nomenclature those things won't change people who are in, interested in god consciousness people who are interested in the scriptural learning they are called brahmanas and people who are by nature administrators and warriors you know resourceful and courageous they are kshatriyas and those who have an aptitude for agriculture cow protection trade they are vaishyas and those who work for others as employees that is shudra in kaliyuga mostly it is shudra our education primes us to become shudras employees for someone so that's why it is said in the shastra already it is said kalau shudra sambhava so in kaliyuga everybody will be on the 
level of shudra even though he may be from brahmin family or whatever family mostly it is the work the way of life is of shudra so now we have to now of course many of us you know stuck in the um, work or whatever it is so for now immediately changing anything is not possible so okay start that is the idea and we have to do all this this whole structure if it was there it would have been perfect but now since it is not there chaitanya mahaprabhu has come and he has given a simple system whether you are grihe thako vane thako sada hari bole dako <laughs> whether you are in the house or whether you are in the forest as sanyasi you chant hari krishna that's it sada hari bole dako and if one does that the the good thing is is if one does this uh, if one engages in krishna conscious activities then even though he is in householder life he will attain the highest success sthane sthita shruti katham tanuvan mano ber ye praya sujita jito pesatai stri lokyam even in this material world even when one is engaged in family life and everything if he keeps this principle intact that sada hari bole dako kirtaniya sada hari kirtanam means singing hari krishna is one thing chanting and glorifying and attending the class you know and preaching to others this is all kirtan so the involvement in chaitanya mahaprabhu's mission is uh, one has to preach one has to be in the midst of the preaching movement not that only those who are staying in the temple they have to preach uh, prabhu i i work outside so i don't need to preach no yare dekha tare kaha krishna upadesh whoever we meet we must talk about krishna in order to do that we must be convinced first no <laughs> in the beginning devotees are even shy to use uh, chanting bag inside the bus or you know train how can we then talk to others about krishna to to even chant not this is not even talking this chanting to ourselves that also already they are shy who dhoti how to wear i will wear pant and come and here i will change <laughs> so if we are that much shy that means it is fully bodily concept we have to come out of that bodily concept and the only then we can preach and if we are ourselves not convinced and how can we convince others that's why we have to follow first so we have to become convinced so that's why we have books now we know kirtaniya sada hari we have to chant that is the most important thing but how will how will the quality of our chanting improve if we don't hear actually one devotee asked prabhupad prabhupad our movement is actually one lady was asking prabhupad so she said um, so chanting is more important or reading the books so prabhupad said how can you chant properly when you don't read the third offense is to disobey the order of the spiritual master and the spiritual master has written the book he is talking to you and if you don't listen that is offense to spiritual master then your chanting will also go down and without hearing how will we keep our conviction like this hiding and doing because listening to the worldly opinion of people we give more importance to that than what krishna thinks of us we give importance to what that person is thinking of me across the street, uh, seat on the on the stay in the mati 
our train rather than what krishna is thinking about us sitting in our heart and looking at us what is this fellow doing hiding and chanting my name <laughs> so so which one we want to do so whom we, whom do we want to please nowadays it is a thing that um don't care for people's opinion do what is right and you know what is that uh, do you they say nowadays they say do you means whatever you are do it don't care about people's opinion but we can't be like that actually nobody is like that although they say like that the most popular show is the this this talent shows where the judges are sitting there they say don't judge anyone you, know, you should not judge anyone but the most popular shows are this judge shows where talent shows are how what you know hypocrisy is that right and then one guy will be more critical than others and you know some drama will be there in the judges you know um, so people like all this the judging part you know so actually we cannot be in a position where we um cannot be judged by anyone we should be in a position where we are account- held accountable what if one person just likes uh, robbing people do you rob people is that absolute rubbish isn't it or you, you know even worse you know so this is just not do you is rubbish it is there has to be a panel where judges should be there but the judge should not be an animalistic man if the judge is on the level of animals his judgment will be on the level of animals so the judge should be a proper person he should be educated in religious principles that's why in those days king used to be the judge he used to be the judge he used to give out justice and he was educated rajarshi he used to be educated in vedic scriptures and he not only him he used to have a council of brahmanas who would advise him and instruct him how to conduct himself so there is a whole check and balance system and those brahmanas cannot be bribed because they don't take a pay from the government once you get dependent how to tell the person who is giving you the salary you won't be able to tell him straight forward manner so they don't take salary they don't take anything that's why they have the power to speak in a straight forward way there's no strings attached and that honesty that arjavam is a brahmin's quality and he will live a very simple life no extravagance and because of that tapasya he gets the strength and he can speak so uh, this system is very scientific it should be should have been there <laughs> again should have been would have been could have been no time for that we have a short life span now at least we have to take up uh, our judge so our actions should be judged by the spiritual master guru sadhu shastra so these should be our judge and the devotees who follow these principles they have to be the judge so krishna is our judge anyway our um, karma whatever we are you know undergoing is because krishna is our judge and we have whatever we have done we are getting the reactions now and whatever we do now we get the reactions later so anyway there is a judge so instead of suffering the consequences now itself when somebody can there can be there to counsel us or guide us that is very helpful prevention is better than 
cure or rather disaster so that's why the, the council is required so we have to have this kind of system that's why devotee association is very important and in devotee association we learn what to do what not to do everything will be taught nicely and when we do when we see when we look at devotees engaging nicely then we also get inspired so in that way we also improve and then that becomes infectious then we speak to others sometimes we don't know what to speak the thing is if we read prabhupada's books we will know what to speak we may make mistakes but eventually we will learn but that enthusiasm to speak that will be there we have to cultivate that this is not reserved for the people in the living in the temple no that is not our movement our movement is everybody should become preacher if i don't know how to do it let me give some book to somebody of course <laughs> giving a book is easy you know but to sell a book that is more you have to make the person pay uh, so there requires convic- convincing also because uh, why he will pay why he will you know take the money out of his pocket but the preacher's duty is to make his hand go into the pocket take out and give the money and he take the book so to do that that's when our speaking our understanding of the philosophy because he will ask question what is there in this book why should i take it you know then if he says no 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 I, i don't believe all these books you know so how to speak to these kind of people so we will learn that's why book distribution yeah we say give the book and prabhupada will preach but then to give the book to the person because when he pays for it then he pays attention it is said when in marketing also it is said when you pay then you pay attention but if you don't pay then you don't pay i got it free anyway don't value it But then when you see it there or this this i paid that, uh, some money for that what is that let me see and then he starts to read and then then he will sometimes have questions sometimes there will be discussions in this way there will be and of course he will get more interest if he is fortunate enough he will get more interest somehow the books will act either if he doesn't read maybe his wife will read or his child will read or his parent will read we never know sometime you know they buy a book and then you know they never read it they collected dust and then they were changing shifting house or something they don't know what to do with it they, they give to somebody you know or put in a library or put in a temple somewhere sometimes especially here the chinese they do that they don't like to read mostly and they don't like to throw it away they know it is something spiritual so what they do they will personally come and give it back to the temple <laughs> or they will send by registered post because we many years actually we have done this we used to go house to house you know we used to distribute books like that go knock door and when they open door and convince them to buy a book <laughs> so this we used to do and on the streets we used to do of course now is not possible with the state but you know here Pawanesh Prabhu is also there. He is champion in that. So, 
this um, going on the streets and you know meeting anybody and everybody and talking this is a very great training actually there we learn we will know there that how much we don't know <laughs> we will come to know how much we don't know when we go there because <laughs> here we think we know yeah, i know something krishna conscious i know when we go there then we'll understand how much we don't know then it starts and actually only then will you will be able to um, understand then we will pay attention because we are always asked to read prabhupada's books ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. i just read two pages and slept and whatever but when i'm asked questions like that you know like people come to argue or you know the heated argument or sometimes they ask something which i i look like a fool you know i was like what is what was that i know i couldn't answer i am representing krishna and I'm, i could not answer what is this then i feel bad about it and those things are good because then the strong desire to read prabhu's books will come and it is purifying for us and then th- like that we improve like that we improve hmm. field work so in this way we have to engage ourselves we are still with this current situation we are still thinking like how to even engage thinking of plans like how to make everybody engaged in preaching so still haven't figured out a way where the same experience like the book distribution on the streets how can that be replicated for all devotees to participate in so that you know get some experience so that's why it is not ideal the situation is not ideal course uh, but at least use this time one thing about good one thing good about material downtime now this is a downtime like you can't do like especially last year was you know in lockdowns and so much restrictions i don't know this year where it's heading <laughs> doesn't sound very promising um but these kind of times is an ideal time for increasing our spiritual activity so when we have not much material things to do then we can spend that time in spiritual don't spend don't idle away that time just gone for waste make the best use of it we can't change the world situation going what is going on is going on but what we can do is work on ourselves actually there was a nice quote that was shared by devotees in the uh, recently on the social media and whatsapp and all that prabhupad gave very nice answer because one disciple was asking what will happen to this world in about uh, 50 60 years 100 years you know what where will people go and what will happen and is, will there be a war or you know what what will happen you know people some you know the devotee was asking like this prabhu said don't worry about the world the world will go on you know nature will take its course there will be many rascal living entities who will never follow the instruction of krishna and nature's course will you know Uh, give whatever they need to get rewards or punishments or whatever now you don't worry about all these things you are not the manager of this world you manage your life so prabhupada said you are going to stay here for 50 60 70 years and you're going to get out of here kicked out of here and before that make your life successful you are thinking about saving the world save yourself first so make the best use of the time we have in this world 
and get out of here. You may say, oh, that is very selfish, are you? not thinking about others. The thing is, just like now the pandemic is there and there are, you know, videos of, you know, in India especially now and people are coming from ordinary fields and they are helping out people and these kinds of videos are also going around, see. And people con- uh, commend them, right, oh, heroes, you know. Of the But actually the devotee's work is that, he is uh, treating a much, much bigger pandemic. This pandemic can kill you once, but the Bhavarog has killed us trillions of times. If a pandemic that can kill us once is very deadly, what do you call a pandemic which can kill us trillions trillions of times? What kind of pandemic is that? It's the mother of all pandemics. So, to treat that, one has to, you know, elevate the soul. And the soul is what needs to be treated. The body you can't... Even if you treat it today, tomorrow it will die. Of another reason. If not for COVID, cancer, organ or cancer, something else. Heart attack, whatever. Something will happen and one have to die. There is... But the thing is, how do we die? How we die is the... is the test. Dying, everybody has to go through. Of course, the soul doesn't die. But this death means this experience where one leaves this body. So that everybody has to go through. But how one does that? Like the one who studies well in the class and the one who does not. Both have to go through the have to go through the exam. How they go through it is the is the difference. One will pass, one will fail. So the death is like that. Death is an exam. Oh, you are also you are also dying, you are doing praying on this and you are also dying. Oh, I am not praying, I am also dying, so what is the difference? Why should I pray? Praying is not to, you know, come out of this death, but to not take birth again after this death. That is only possible by serving Krishna and going back to Him. Like the other day we were doing this episode on Instagram, explaining this YOLO philosophy. YOLO, you know? YOLO? Y-O-L-O? You only live once. There is a you know, you only live once, YOLO. So, that is their idea. But our thing is, we are also after YOLO. Uh, conclusion of that video was that we are also after YOLO. But our YOLO is of the soul. The soul only lives one. There is no such thing as birth and death for the soul. Najayate mriyateva kadachin. But they want this YOLO for the body. Oh, you only live once? And that's a compromise. That's a depressing statement to say that you only live once and you're going to die and finish. Hmm? So their YOLO is, a, they want to tie it to the body, but our YOLO is to the soul. So if I am the spirit soul, then why do I have to take this repeated birth and death? Why not eternal life, whether I don't have to die and live for eternity? That is the point of all spiritual advancement. And that is real help. Whoever whoever helps us in doing that, that person is the real hero. If one helps the body, yeah, in the regular course of life, I mean, it may be a nice thing to do. It's a pious work. But it's not spiritually, um, uh, what is that? Um, Significant work. It's not spiritually significant. Uh, It may be pious work. 
punya but not spiritually significant spiritually significant is what the devotees are engaging in now the world is like this where everybody is already afflicted with this disease the karma has taken its toll and everybody is paying the price if they if they listen to the devotees if they listen to krishna this wouldn't have happened they did not listen and now it is coming back on us so at this time what to do uh, what we can do is this material world is like that people won't listen okay then we do our part we will do our you know and whoever we can help spiritually will help that much we can do and that is actually the best thing to do people don't realize only so let us uh, become more serious in these times not take it uh, lightly don't be too much worried about this or that and who started the coronavirus or who is going to end it how is going to don't bother i mean whatever has to happen will happen now we have to be worried about how to end our uh, this pandemic of bhavaro that we have to worry about <laughs> that is a real pandemic mother of all pandemics so we have to come out of that and everybody is infected here you know they say oh, social distancing this and that <laughs> all infected all infected with this rogue uh, this disease so where social distance and stay where so <clears throat> of course we have also our social distancing um, norms rupa goswami has given stay far away from non devotees asat sangatyaga that distancing is there is like a disease basically there's a real disease that we have to be concerned with when that disease is cured then all diseases are already all concomitant diseases are automatically cured like if you if the disease if the root of the disease is cured the symptoms also will go away na so this disease whether it is covid or anything janma mrityu jara vyadhi dukha dosha darshanam to understand the miseries that this world in life in this world is miserable that is a sign of knowledge and one has to know that that is going to be the fact therefore one should not have much hopes in here and one has to just make this life only meant for spiritual realization and if circumstances you see if the world was all well and good people have no time i was thinking into even in 2018 2019 i was thinking how to even deal with these people every time they're just saying no time no time and just busy and the world is going and every day millions of animals are being killed are how come the karma is not even coming to them so heavy karma is being done by everybody as we see around them how is it that people are just going freely and is never ending and kaliyuga is going to go for 432000 years 5000 years have passed and for 432000 nothing is going to happen to them and sure enough in a <laughs> one year everything is upside down so krishna always knows how to tell that he is the boss try to be the boss here yeah but krishna always knows how to tell i am the boss anoraniyan mahatomahiyan smaller than the smallest bigger than the biggest this virus is so small and with that he has infiltrated everywhere and huge nations have collapsed under its you know weight which is less than a gram <laughs> no, 
it is calculated that the entire virus all the virus particles put together in the world is not even 2 grams if you add all the virus together 2 grams 1 gram of gold is how much like 70 dollars 80 dollars i don't know now the price so 2 grams worth how much damage trillions of dollars much more than this thing in gold so uh, just uh, imagine so krishna can do anything he doesn't have to come personally vinashash dushkritam to destroy the demoniac principles he doesn't have to come personally he can just send one two grams <laughs> destroy the entire planet <laughs> actually the planet is not destroyed honestly we feel like that and we are a minority humans are a minority on this planet vast majority of the planet is having a good time <laughs> fine time actually these humans are in fact when the lockdown happened here i know never before seen these animals what are they um, i don't know what are they called even they were right in front of mustafa like 10 of them there was a photo <laughs> news <laughs> they never to be seen they thought like are now the whole jungle is ours everything is a jungle now <laughs> they came out and to mustafa n- never seen what are they i don't even know what are they, they are called they are not what ah yes otters otters they came and they were right in front of mustafa and having a nice time party <laughs> so uh, i mean we have i mean the humans have already ruined the planet and all the species are suffering because of that for them it has been a pandemic and the virus is a human now the humans got the virus and they are having fun time <laughs> that is the difference only it's just uh, turn, tables are turned only so <clears throat> so krishna knows how to do this so we if we challenge god and if we go on this uh, atheistic and if he just got i mean he just brought some 2 grams into this world of this virus i mean imagine if he does something more than that a little more five or if a, a little more deadly now it is becoming deadly na no? this virus more deadly then so he can he can turn up the heat and if he turns up the heat it's going to be even worse so he is just showing that he can do anything just when everybody thought wow it's subsiding curve is flattening returning back to zero vaccines have come out okay start to celebrate and krishna will give the next jhatka now that wave was this much this wave is this much <laughs> so krishna knows that's why we should never uh, whenever we have this atheistic tendency krishna knows how to curb that so we should take these lessons and you know take this very seriously at least us we got we don't expect the whole world to change but if prabhupad said that 1% if 1% of the population understands this krishna consciousness movement we ex- we know that the 99% of them won't understand this movement because it's not for the fools it's for the sumedha saha but that 1% is enough to guide the rest of 199 leaders are only how many but the followers are many right if the leader becomes actually when one is krishna consciousness conscious he is the leader he may not hold a government post even if he is distributing books on the street he is the leader 
because he is leading others back to God. Others, whatever post they may do, the misleaders. The leader is the one who is leading everybody back to Godhead. Nowadays, the so-called leaders are actually followers of the people. In democracy, what it has done? I have to succumb or I have to appease the population. Oh, I will do this, I will do this, please vote for me. If the guy is going to come out and say, you vote for me and I will take out meat-eating, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. Zero votes will get. Just a few devotees will vote. <laughs> and that's not going to help anyway. <laughs> so that kind of word. So that's why he, what he, so he can't lead the people. He has to mislead the people. Or rather, he is actually being led by the people. Just like the dog, owner of the dog, he thinks he's a master and the dog is, you know, he's master of the dog. But actually, the dog is going and he is running behind the dog. And the dog is passing stool, he is picking up. The dog is not picking up his stool, he is picking up dog's stool. Who is master, who is servant? So, uh, the people are, I mean, the so-called leadership today is like that. They have to appease the people what they want. Whereas a real leader, he knows exactly how to make people happy materially and spiritually. What is the meaning of Rama Rajam? The kingdom of Lord Rama. Not even an animal, not even a plant knew what was misery. They did not know what was excessive heat. They did not know what was excessive cold. They only uh, could uh, die when they wanted to. Nobody died untimely. This marks the, uh, um, the what is the quality of the leader. If the leader is, you know, not to standard, then all un, un inauspicious things will happen. When the leader is to the standard, people could die only when they wanted to. Otherwise, nobody would even would even die. That is real leadership. Materially and spiritually, everybody was happy. It's not that only spiritually happy, materially starving. No, you see. This is one, many verses are like this. Um, Kunti Devi, here. She is saying, Ime janapada svridha supakvaushadhivirudha vanadrinadyudanvantohi edhante tavavikshitaihi. All these cities and villages are flourishing in all respects because the herbs and grains are in abundance. The trees are full of fruits, the rivers are flowing, the hills are full of minerals, and the oceans are full of wealth. And this is all due to your glancing over them. Full with all natural beauty and natural opulence. Even medicine. This is very artificial way of medicine. Modern medicine is actually it's not a healthy medicine. This thing. Real thing is through the herbs. That has always been that way. So powerful that you know you, we know from uh, Ramayana, right? When Lakshmana was hit by Indrajit's arrow. Sanjivani was brought by Hanuman and that herb, in fact, I, I saw a video which um, uh, Kerala Ayurvedic, uh, he is an elderly person, he knows, of course, everybody knows Ayurveda, but um, he was, he's Ayurvedic specialist and especially those ancient Ayurvedic and he uh, sh- showed the demonstration of this, I don't know what leaf is that, and they make paste of that 
and just to show there there's a he said this this leaf if you cut meat and then mix with this next day morning it will be one piece of meat you cut meat and then put <laughs> it will become one piece so these were there and sanjeevani was something like that in fact remove the poison everything through herbs and herbs were always the method of medicine what is this you know taking some uh, some fetus from somewhere and you know they are drawing some cells from there and i mean that's the way they're doing it now but honestly that's not a very holistic way of curing anything anyway the real cure is the harinam spiritual and material cure in fact there is <laughs> king kulashekar um you see this verse in uh, mukundamala sutra idam shariram parinama peshalam patatyavashyam shatasandhi jarjaram kim aushadham prichhasi mudha durmate niramayam krishna rasayanam piba this body's beauty is fleeting and at last the body must succumb to death after its hundreds of joints have stiffened with old age so why bewildered fool are you asking for medication just take the krishna elixir the one cure that never fails i may say prabhu my friend he chanted hari krishna he passed away what happened what are you saying <laughs> the point is he passed away chanting hari krishna right so that is a success <laughs> so it is never it is never a uh, we will never be a loser by chanting whether so called live or die will never be a loser that's why it is said whereas if we try all our methods and then even if we live of course we should try to it's not that oh let's die and let's go into the virus and die no no I'm not saying that uh, the body is actually krishna's property and it has to be guarded well to be used in krishna's service uh, it is not our property not our body it is krishna's body so it has to be used in his service and for that reason it has to be kept well we are not denying that but at the same time we should not be overly attached to this body we should know that it is krishna's property not our my property and even if i die let me die chanting there is the most glorious death hmm. parishit maharaj was given an ultimatum i'm going to die in 7 days huh so is that you see how fearless he was what is the verse number ha huh. 119 15 yeah this is the one you see tammopayatam pratiyantu vipra ganga cha devi dhrita chittam ishe लोटस्वीट ऑफ द लॉर्ड इन टू माई हार्ट 
let the snake bird or whatever magical thing the brahmana created bite me at once i only desire that you all continue singing the deeds of lord vishnu <clears throat> so when he was cursed that you will die of a snake bird's bite he did not look for vaccine or anti venom no he went to the ganga he said i have seven days he speak to me or krishna and let me end my life this way that's it he could have contracted he was more powerful than the brahmana boy way more powerful he was a vaishnav vaishnav is way more powerful than a brahmana so he could have easily contracted counter cursed that boy also but he never did that he just took it as krishna's will and he wanted to die this way and by doing that what he did not only did he purify himself but today we are able to read bhagavatam because of his sacrifice his hearing this which is all auspicious for all time whereas even whatever medical whatever we may do everything is temporary now that is also being questioned whether it is effective or not or what that's why here it is said बालस्यनेहशरणं पितरौ नरसिंह नारतस्य चागद मुदन वन्ति मज्जतो नौः तप्तस्य तत्प्रतिविधिर्य इहांजशेष्टस्तावद् विभोतनुभृतां त्वदुपेक्षितानां माय लॉर्ड नरसिंह देव ओ सुप्रीम बिकॉज़ ऑफ अ बॉडीली कंसेप्शन ऑफ लाइफ एम्बॉडीड सोल्स नेग्लेक्टेड एंड नॉट केयर्ड फॉर बाय यू cannot do anything for their betterment whatever remedies they accept although perhaps temporarily beneficial are certainly impermanent for example a father and mother cannot protect their child a physician and medicine cannot relieve a suffering patient and a boat on the ocean cannot protect a drowning man so these are not guarantees yeah they may be able to save but maybe there's no availability or maybe something may happen anything can happen one can have the best doctor best medicine best hospital whatever he will still die sometimes then nothing no no proper thing is that he will survive so the what is being said is these things are not guarantees when the lord wills they will work when the lord wills against them they will not work now the same vaccine for some people seemingly working some people not working why this is like that And the lord wills it will work whether not wills it won't it won't work we cannot say that this will work that way. no nobody can say that hmm. so <clears throat> so let the best thing is to take shelter of the lord chan hari krishna so just let's take seriously and try to spread the message to whoever we can and try to attend our uh, other classes also you know let's not make it only once a week even the days of the week we have other sessions on our facebook live stream going on uh, now we have started something on instagram that also can be done and of course all our library of classes are there on youtube of course the prabhupada's books are the ultimate so be connected with this okay yeah? let we'll stop here any questions or comments
And then, after some line it is said that if you die by remembering Krishna, then you will go to Kashmir. Hmm. So, does it happen all in the structural movement? How this seems difficult to understand? Yeah, so when we surrender to Krishna, Sarva Pape Bhimokshayishyami, Krishna will immediately rid us of all sins. You, you see, Ajamil's life is a perfect example of that. Ajamil was a complete nonsense his whole life. And then last one moment he thought of Narayana. And the Yamudutas were perplexed. How you Vishnudutas can say that this Ajamil is not sinful? Vishnudutas said, no, he is not no more sinful anymore. And how you can say whole life is nonsense? No, by that one name of Narayana. He has contracted everything. He may say, oh, that is cheating. Yeah, well, <laughs> that is how powerful the name of God is. Huh? What is... Um, one second. I think it is there in the... Uh, what is that? Patakam Patakinara. In the future. I think in 6 to 14. 6 to 7? Purport, right? Think it's here. Huh. Namnohi Yavati Shakti. Where is this? From Smriti Shastra. Namnohi Yavati Shakti. Papa Nirharane Hare. Tavat Kartum Nashaknoti. Patakam Pataki Naraha. Simply by chanting one holy name of Hari, a sinful man can contract the reactions to more sins than he is able to commit. That's how powerful. Knows how can a sinful activity be more powerful than Hari's name? But of course, we have to chant it without offence. He chanted, he managed to chant it without offence. And that also was not an accident. It looks like an accident. Oh, accidentally he just chanted. No, it was not an accident. Krishna is so kind. He is so kind that because he, when his younger days, when he was a young boy and young man, he was rigidly following everything. He was a nice devotee. But then he got misled after that. And then he did horrible things. He chased away, chased away his wife and parents. He just lived with a prostitute and got 10 children out of her. And in this way, he was leading his life. And I don't know actually where the story, who said to me. But the last boy, he named him as Narayan. That we know from the Bhagavatam. But even that was not an accident. There was a sannyasi. I, I have to verify this. I cannot... Yes. So the sannyasi actually visited the house and then the prostitute was the one who opened the door and um, she was having just a new newborn oh newborn then the sage said you name him Narayan so Krishna arranged you see how because he is he served Narayan when he was a younger young boy or young man Krishna never forgot that even though he went into absolute rubbish Krishna never forgot what he has done and waited for the right time to strike him again in a good way. And the name, boy was named Narayan. And his affection for the boy increased. And he was calling, hey, Narayan, where are you? Narayan, come here. Narayan, have you eaten this and that? Narayan, Narayan, Narayan. And at the last point, helplessly, he was just calling out to the boy. And Narayan came. So it was not exactly like, you know, last moment, he just accidentally called Narayan. No, oh, I will also do that, Prabhu. When death comes, huh? that time, you know, I will send Narayan. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole history to that, how it happened. So, Krishna carefully planned. That's why you see this beautiful verse is there. 
भृत्यश्यति गुरूनपिनापराधन सेवाम मनागपृतां बहुदाभ्युपैति आविष्कोति पिशुनेश्वपिनाभ्यसूयां शीलेन निर्मलमति पुरुषोत्तमोयम The supreme personality of Godhead, who is known as Purushottam, the greatest of all persons, has a pure mind. He is so gentle that even if his servant is implicated in a great offence, he does not take it very seriously. Indeed, if his servant renders some small service, the Lord accepts it as as being very great. Even if an envious person blasphemes the Lord, the, no, the Lord never manifests anger against him. Such are his great qualities. So, even when he has fallen down so badly, still he never forgot that service he did. that much this devotional service will help even if one falls down hopelessly the lord he may be hopeless but the lord never loses hope not only not never loses he will give him full hope he will bring him back hmm so i think there is one question there in the dimitri prabhu is asking i have a little victory yesterday my mom couldn't help reading two pages of shrimad bhagavatam and she immediately said i don't agree with this point in the purport the point was about that we don't have to waste our energy working in factories we can't produce any food this way of course we had conversation later but anyway prabhupada's books are captivating <laughs> there's a thing whether you agree or not you cannot uh, ignore it when you read prabhupada's books either you agree to it or you will strongly disagree but you'll never forget them and one day that remembrance will bring bring back All right I think we will uh, stop it here thank you very much hey eh? what is this oh there is one question sorry one last just as prabhupad was sanyas but crossed the ocean several times for the higher aim of spreading krishna consciousness krishna took a vow of neutrality in the kurukshetra war but was going to kill bhishma dev can you explain elaborate also on the difference between following the law and the spirit of the law in that circumstance in the great war please forgive me if my question is impertinent no that is not the law and the spirit of the law he made a promise krishna made a promise that i will not fight in the war but when uh, that was his own promise but bhishma deva who was also a devotee of krishna his promise was that either krishna has to fight or arjuna will be killed by my hands so when there now there was a clash and bhishma was always a superior warrior than arjuna and um, now there was a clash between krishna's own promise either he doesn't fight and let arjuna die or he breaks his promise to keep bhishma dev's promise and to protect his devotee arjuna so kaunteya pratijani name bhakta pranashyati my devotee will never be vanquished he he upheld that he said arjuna you declare because it's your promise you know 931 shipram bhavati dharmaatma because devotee's promise he is not confident of keeping his own promise krishna because if there is a this contradiction between his and devotee's promise he will go for the devotee's promise <laughs> so <laughs> that's why he said shashvachhantam nigachati kaunteya pratijane hi name bhakta pranashyati he said he quickly attains uh, becomes righteous and attains lasting peace o son of kunti declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes he has arjuna to declare because if arjuna says he has to you know uh, uphold uphold that so bhishma dev gave promise either this either arjuna has to die or krishna has to take up weapons so to 
keep bhishma dev's promise and arjuna's and uh, the protection of arjuna intact he compromised his own promise so it is not a law or spirit of the light it's totally different thing it's um, about his love for his devotees what else i guess oh come here uh there's one more question since the varnashram system is compared to parts of krishna's body is it impossible to successfully implement the scientific system in this yuga when the world is not krishna consciousness conscious well no nobody can remove that system but it is not aimed towards krishna right now that classes of people as administrators trades i mean businessmen workers uh, intellectuals that can never be taken away from society but because yes there is no krishna consciousness it cannot be in order this varnashram system uh, because the aim is lost mm. that is that is the reason why it doesn't it is not effective now but if you see th- those classes are always existing intellectuals administrators businessmen uh, or agriculturists and uh, ordinary workers so there's always the can never be whatever krishna has created cannot be undone by humans if they try to interfere with that process then they will be punished that's what we are trying to interfere with the process of nature that krishna has set in motion and therefore we are being just punished for that all right so i'll stop it here bhagavad gita ki jai shri prabhu pad ki jai nitai go premanand hari hari bol hari krishna